Well, here we are back at Kelso Racecourse. First time uh, for six months, of course, back racing uh, on Wednesday. Eight races coming up on Wednesday. A really, really good card uh, in prospect to restart the Kelso season after lockdown and after uh, the summer break. Jonathan, you must be delighted with the runners. Uh, over the moon with the runners. The stables will be full to the gunnels. Uh, so there's going to be some cracking fields. You say eight competitive races and it will be six months to the day that we last race. So we raced on the 16th of March and that was just as everything was closing down. We didn't have a crowd that day, uh, but believe it or not, the phrase social distancing hadn't even been coined at that point. So it's very different conditions that we're coming back to, very strict controls. Sadly, uh, we're not going to be able to have uh, a public crowd uh, at the meeting on Wednesday, but we are hopeful that maybe um, at some point in the autumn we should be able to start uh, getting crowds back in. Now, I know on Wednesday there was a plan to uh, allow annual members back in. Uh, however, that uh, at very late stage has been uh, shelved. That must be somewhat frustrating. Well, uh, I mean, we just have to do the best we can. Uh, I know that uh, everyone in horse racing is striving to create a safe atmosphere for events to go ahead. Uh, we're distancing, we're sanitising, uh, we're doing all, all of the appropriate things. When we do have crowds back, the capacity of the race course will be quite significantly reduced. Um, so, you know, we know that things are going to be different for a while, but as a community, we have to work together to find ways to function uh, and you know clearly to to trade so that horses can continue running so that trainers still have a business training horses uh, you know farriers and feed merchants and everybody else involved in this industry um, has a has you know a, a rural economy to to work in so um, so we're trying very very hard and I have no doubt that we will uh, get there eventually uh, but clearly uh, we also have to have to have the right uh, environment in terms of um, you know the, the control of the disease that, that we can operate. So Wednesday's fixture so popular uh, with horses that you've actually now got uh, eight races as opposed to seven and big full races so you must be delighted with the runners. Uh, yeah they're going to be very competitive races uh, we we only have 93 stables so um, we actually could have had uh, one or two more runners uh, but that's that's our limit um, and uh, you know every race I think is going to be a cracker so um, you know we'll be very pleased with that. Jockeys, trainers, top jockeys, top trainers in action locally and from further afield. You've got the current uh, champion jockey, Brian Hughes, the former champion jockey, uh, Richard Johnson, and some top trainers in action as well. Uh, yes, pl plenty of names that people uh, will recognise and uh, you know I hope that perhaps people will uh, be able to watch some of the racing at home on racing TV um, you know or, or even uh, you know if they're legal age to bet they can they can watch some of them stream the individual races and um, you know have a little flutter while they're doing so. Well, I mentioned uh, first time back here uh, for six months. Now obviously uh, the racecourse lost some significant fixtures at Ladies Day comes to top of mind. Um, has this been financially uh, very difficult for the racecourse? Um, like every business in, in the entire country and many businesses throughout the world, 
um, you know, we are suffering from the effects of COVID. Um, now, the race course is a not-for-profit organisation, so so everything that uh, we make in a year gets reinvested either back into prize money or back into improvements in the facilities. Um, and in actual fact, uh, during the closed season, we've accelerated some of the work that we would um, have wanted to do around the race course. We've actually spent a bit more um, just to try and keep local tradesmen uh, occupied, busy, put a bit of money back into the economy. So we've been doing uh, the best that we can to keep uh, people rolling. Um, but um, inevitably, um, this year we're not going to be making uh, the same margin as we, as we might. And therefore, prize money is not going to be quite as high as we would like it to be. Um, if we're able to get crowds back, you know, at any point uh, this autumn or, or winter, um, that will help tremendously. Getting crowds back, getting a little bit of hospitality, even if our capacity is reduced, will make a huge difference. And it will mean that we can put more money into those races in the spring. Um, and we've got a cracking programme. And so I very much hope that we'll be able to raise prize money to, to match. Um, but, you know, so much just depends on the conditions through the winter. Well, when you w walk into the race course, I, I, I was quite taken aback because obviously uh, there's been a lot of work, uh, as you mentioned, uh, over the last six months, uh, most particularly uh, painting. Um, it's a lot brighter and fresher. Um, that's right. I mean, we've, we've practically painted the whole race course. I mean, thanks to Patterson's Paints, who are a local firm who've uh, been very much involved with that, but also some of our own staff. Uh, you know, when there was less to do when we weren't racing in April and May, um, you know, and they've all picked up paintbrushes. Um, we've done uh, a lot of other structural work, carpentry. We're standing in front of an area where we've just done a little bit of tarmacking to improve some of the surfaces. So th there's a lot that's gone on here during the closed season. Um, just to present the race course in the best possible way. And uh, looking out on the track, it looks an absolute picture. It looks superb. So obviously uh, the team have been busy out in the track as well. That's right. I mean, there hasn't been a horse on that track in six months. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a little bit frustrating, but it does mean that it is in superb condition after a long summer. So Wednesday gets underway at 3.40, eight races through until 10 past seven, and it's the charity evening. Uh, that's right. So, uh, you know, we won't be able to have uh, significant crowds here, but I do hope that maybe some people will follow the social media messages and things like that. Uh, every race is sponsored for a different charity. Uh, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we will be promoting those charities and we'd like to raise awareness of, of all of them and help them to raise funds and uh, some, of, some of the charities will be uh, giving away some uh, tickets and things that we've given to them. Uh, so I hope people will join in through social media and, and keep an eye on them. And the, you know, there are charities like uh, the Radio Borders, Cash for Kids, the Scottish Racing Academy, the Borders Carers Trust, Racing Welfare, uh, Alzheimer's Scotland, um, you know, many, many great charities. And uh, so, uh, yeah, please, please do support them. Well, hopefully uh, via television, social media and the radio, obviously on Wednesday, we'll be able to catch up uh, with the action uh, here at Kelso. But Jonathan, for Wednesday and the remainder of the season, as this is the start of the season, effectively, uh, good luck. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good luck to all the listeners out there too. Well, the second race here at Kelso has been won by Nick Gordy, trained by James Ewer and ridden by Rachel McDonald. Rachel, that was quite a tough race. Well done. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, Nick Gard 
did it in good style in the end. He travelled and jumped really well, so delighted. It's been a good couple of weeks because you had a good winner at Hexham recently as well, didn't you? Yeah, had a good winner there on Empire de Mauld for James again. Um, and then I've had another couple of rides from since that have, that have ran well and been placed. So yeah, it's, um, it's been a good few weeks. So what have you been up to um, now? Who, are you based with James? Yeah, um, I'm in at James's um, every day. So yeah, it's good to, to get the opportunities when they come. And uh, yeah, I've been loving going in. And he's obviously got a good team of horses that are running well. Yeah, he's got some lovely horses to run this year. Um, and everything at home looks a million dollars, so here's hoping they continue in this form. Well, the third race was won by Karuna Peak, trained by Fergal O'Brien and ridden by Paddy Brennan. Winning trainer Fergal O'Brien is here. Uh, Fergal, this is not next door for you. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's uh, six hours or eight hours to get a blowout on the A6 or whatever it is to get in here. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's but we, we, it's been a good track for us. Um, had my first run here two years ago. I think we brought two horses up here um, and they both won. And we were back there a while back and, and we had a winner here uh, with proper ticket. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a you know, good prize money. Cats look after you well. Always nice ground. You know, one or two are saying it's a bit quick, but it's always lovely ground. And uh, yeah, so it's, we like coming here. It's a lovely part of the world. So a worthwhile journey. Um, listen, your horses are running really well just now, aren't they? Yeah, touch wood and long may that last. So hopefully it'll continue right the way through. You know, I think the one thing we found since we moved last year was hopefully we can keep them a bit more consistent. And you know. We, we might have thought maybe after Suttle this mare that might have been her, her, her day, you know, but she looks like she stepped up again today and, uh, you know, won, won a, a very decent race today, yeah. And uh, so this is the first meeting of the kind of the winter season here, so do you plan to come be a frequent visitor? Well, as long as the races, as long as the races are here for us, then uh, yeah, we, we'll keep coming back. You know, it's like I say, it's it's a long way to come if you haven't got the right horse in the right race. So look, I'm very lucky in that I got, uh, you know, S- Sally, my partner, uh, Paddy, and Neil Neil Jukes who, who do a lot for us, um, and they're picking the races. You know, so it's um, fingers crossed we can keep do- we can keep doing that. Well, the third race was won by Karuna Peak, trained by Fergal O'Brien and ridden by Paddy Brennan. Winning trainer Fergal O'Brien is here. Uh, Fergal, this is not next door for you. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's uh, six hours or eight hours to get a blowout on the A6 or whatever it is to get in here. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's but we, we, it's been a good track for us. Um, had my first run here two years ago. I think we brought two horses up here um, and they both won. And we were back there a while back and, and we had a winner here uh, with proper ticket. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a you know, good prize money. Cats look after you well. Always nice ground. You know, one or two are saying it's a bit quick, but it's always lovely ground. And uh, yeah, so it's, we like coming here. It's a lovely part of the world. So a worthwhile journey. Um, listen, your horses are running really well just now, aren't they? Yeah, touch wood and long may that last. So hopefully it'll continue right the way through. You know, I think the one thing we found since we moved last year was hopefully we can keep them a bit more consistent. And you know. We, we might have thought maybe after Suttle this mare that might have been her, her, her day, you know, but she looks like she stepped up again today and, uh, you know, won, won a, a very decent race today, yeah. And uh, so this is the first meeting of the kind of the winter season here, so do you plan to come be a frequent visitor? Well, as long as the races, as long as the races are here for us, then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep coming back. You know, it's like I say, it's it's a long way to come if you haven't got the right horse in the right race. So look, I'm very lucky in that I got, uh, you know, S- Sally, my partner, uh, Paddy, and Neil Neil Jukes who, who do a lot for us, um, and they're picking the races. You know, so it's um, fingers crossed we can keep do- we can keep doing that. Well, Lake Takapuna 
wins the fifth race here at Kelso. A double for James Ewart and Rachel McDonald. James, very well done. The horses are flying. Yeah, it's fabulous. Um, they've been in a long time, to be fair, because um, we didn't really know what to do um, in the middle of March when lockdown kicked in. Um, so most of them, uh, the summer horses, were kept ticking over. So it's... Uh, Really, we've just been putting the finishing touches on them before they ran. Um, Lake Takapuna has looked different this year um, at home, and he's now proven it on the track. He seems to be in a rich vein of form. He seems very happy. Um, and we're very lucky to have Rachel McDonald joining the yard from Sandy Thompson. So hopefully, uh, you know, we get to use her five pound claim, which is actually, I think, quite a valuable five pound claim. Sixth race won by Dubai Outlaw, trained by DJ Jeffries. Uh, well done, DJ. Uh, second winner here at Kelso. Uh, horses are going very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the horses are we're in a good spot at the moment. Um, it's it's obviously been difficult, like it is for everyone with the COVID and the lockdown, and then working out when to get them back in and as to when racing is going to come back. But we're back up and running now, and. Um, Took took us four or five weeks of the of the initial to get going after the initial start, but yeah, we're in a good spot now. You're obviously based down south, but this is, I suppose, like coming home for you, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. This course has a very special place in my heart, and um, it, it's basically um, where I used to come as a ten-year-old, twelve-year-old, trying to get my big brothers to put bets on for me. And uh, just for those that don't know, I mean, obviously you're you're a relatively new trainer. How many horses do you have and whereabouts are you based? Uh, we're based in Stowe on the Wold. Um, we've got um, 16 horses in at the moment and um, hopefully hopefully moving up to 20 in the next few days if we get a few more built boxes built. And um, yeah, so that's where we are at the moment and we're hoping to grow, but we're hoping to sort of take our time and make a job of it at the same time. And still be coming up to Kelso with runners. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, we've... But like I say, we had a bit of luck here in September um, with a horse called Lovely Touch. And then obviously today, and so yeah, long may that continue. Gracious Felix wins the seventh race, trained by Rebecca Mendes and ridden by Henry Brook. Well done, Henry. That looked hard work. Yeah, he's just so green and raw. He's a nice horse. He's got a nice future ahead of him. Once we get everything right with him on the day, we win a nice race. Youngest horse in the race, and yeah, looked like a lot of potential. Yeah, in the meantime, We've still got to teach him as well, you know. You don't want him to be a one-trick pony, just wanting to go flat out all the time. His jumping can improve again. His bags of scope when you need him long. So when he just needs to fiddle in, he's a little bit careless. You're having a good run just now. Hopefully. Because when you're riding for the right teams, it makes life easier being a jockey. It's just this smooth.